You're listening to the Carboline Tech Service Podcast. I'm Jack Walker, and with me as always is the Director of Technical Service, and that's Mr. Paul Jamis for those of you keeping score at home. And speaking of keeping score at home, oh. <laughs> that was a score. I'm, I'm glad that my blood pressure medicine works. <laughs> so we're recording this intro on on Thursday of uh, May, whatever. 30th. May 30th. Wednesday, May 30th. And last night, we had an overtime thriller in the Blues. And I don't know if you guys care about the Blues, but that's what's on my brain right now. And yep. man. Ooh. And it was just a nice play. At one point in the second period, my 12-year-old said, Dad calm down (laughs) when i started watching the game i had both my boys in my back room with me so i had my 12 year old and my three-year-old soon as i started yelling the three-year-old is out he's like this was fun (laughs) not anymore (laughs) at one point i yelled so loud that i caught my 12 year old jump about an inch off the couch (laughs) (laughs) i I looked at him i go you know grant must have got scared because he left and he goes you scared me too It's a good thing he doesn't listen to the show either. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, he's been on the show, but you know. Yep. Anyway, the Blues won a nail-biter in game two. Really looking forward to game three. That'll happen before this one airs. And um, we found out that we have a co-worker who's a big Bruins fan, so we might have to have him on at some point to uh, do a little smack talking. Maybe we'll wait for the Blues to win the series. There you go. There's a pipe dream. That yep. doesn't happen. Hey, they won a game. First time in franchise history to hey, win a Stanley yeah, Cup Yeah, I know. That's like a big deal. Yep. So anyway, how do they get a hold of us, Paul? Yeah, they can reach us. Email. You can get us at technicalservice at carboline.com. Jack's on Twitter at Jack underscore CTSP. And I'm on Twitter at Paul underscore CTSP. So one of the things we always talk about in this podcast is how important education is in our line of work. Uh, A lot of our guests that we've had on over the last couple months have talked about the extensive training they offer with their own products. We've had uh, Jim Kunkel on from SSPC to talk about products they offer. So while we were at NACE Corrosion 2019, we were lucky enough to have two ladies from NACE on our show. We had Pam Nicoletti, who's the Director of Education for NACE, and Melanie Diaz, who's a Senior Business Development Manager specializing in education for NACE. And we were lucky enough to kind of sit down and have a chat with them about some new programs they have coming up, as well as other topics. So here's our interview with them. We're here at NACE Corrosion 2019 with another episode. And who better to talk to at NACE Corrosion 2019 than NACE? Right? Yeah. So uh, we're lucky enough to be joined by Pam Nicoletti, who's the Director of Education for NACE, and Melanie Diaz, who is the Senior Manager of Education and Business Development. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. We're thrilled to be here. You can, you're allowed to talk too, Melanie. Thank you. We're very happy to be here. <laughs> we won't bite. So I'm not sure, sure about that. That's not what we've been told by the other people that have been on your podcast. No, it, they, well, there's it's certain they things. They for it. I can say some things on this podcast, some things I can't. So. <laughs> and, and if they say it after they leave, we, we just can't control that. Yep. Got it. Got it. They're, they probably weren't being honest anyway. So. <laughs> you don't so you, know that. <laughs> so you guys are obviously both heavily involved in the uh, education portion of NACE. So I think it would be only appropriate to take a second and talk about training that NACE does. So one of the things that we've been talking about at SSPC and again at NACE is how important it is to have well-informed, well-trained employees. 
how important education is for our industry and bringing not only just the new people into the industry, but veterans on the new techniques and the new styles and the new problems. So why don't you tell us a little bit about, I know you brought some information over about some of the new programs that NACE is coming out with to help train people and bring them up to speed. Sure, Paul, we'd love to. So NACE International, as you probably know, has over 43 courses in our portfolio. So we train everything on coatings inspection to coatings application to cathodic protection to integrity management. So in our new courses, we're focusing more on technology and engaging students where they're at and when they're at. So we've got um, two really new programs in our portfolio. Um, I'll talk about one. I'll let Melanie talk about the other just so you don't have to listen to me too long. And so we have our new industrial coding applicator program. The coding applicator program has almost 50 hours of content in it. It's got four different modules. Those are on safety, surface prep, coatings, and process control. We've also got a math module there in our coatings application. This applicator course... You're going to make them do math? I know, right? Right, and they pay for it. They pay for math. They buy it. (laughs) That's the best part. You know, when they produce this math course, I'm like, nobody's ever going to pay to do math. Like, we couldn't wait to get out of math in school, but they pay. I was going to say, it sounds like me in college. What a concept, right? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Algebra. I mean, I would have paid to get out of algebra. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) And I get Um, into it. Exactly. Can I just have my mommy and daddy pay for me not to take it? Thank you. Oh, (laughs) I'm pretty sure some people are going to go to jail for that. So, I think he's one of those. Aunt Becky. <laughs> so the new industrial coding applicator course partners with our certified coding applicator certification. Students can take the course completely online at their own pace, and it's got level three interactivity in it. So they feel like they're gaming. So we're engaging them. They're dragging, they're dropping, they're looking at personas, they're racing through different activities. They can download job aids with the course, and it basically enables them to, to get prepared for that coding applicator. It also aligns to the NACE 13 joint standard with SSPC. So. You know, and that's fantastic that they're able to do the whole thing is online, and being an interactive training course is just a spectacular idea. Yeah, it's where the the students are going. Uh, as we look at millennials and how they learn, they need to be engaged. You can't do death by PowerPoint anymore, which is how we used to deliver <laughs> online training. Yeah. Uh, but the, we need to engage them, but get, let them take the training where they're at and when they need it. It sounds really like a really great way because we even non millennials hate death by PowerPoint. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So true, yep. Jack. Absolutely, we all hate death by PowerPoint. Yep. Please yep. don't do that to us, right? Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. And, and it is great because I know both of my kids and, and my nieces are all taking online classes mm-hmm. and, you know, the college and high school levels. And that's that's just what they're doing now. Yeah, there's colleges that are completely online now. Yeah. So you never would set foot in a, in a classroom. And as we're seeing people enter the industry, this is what they want. This is kind of training they're demanding. So we're trying to meet that demand. That's fantastic. It is extremely appealing to even us at Carbline for some of our, we do have applicators within our lab and, and our field guys. The idea that they, they don't have to travel somewhere for the class is, is huge. Yeah, and the nice part about this, Jack, is so let's say they've already taken their OSHA safety training. Well, you can skip that module. Students can go right into module two. They can go right to surface prep. They don't have to take the safety. It's individualized for the students, so you can really customize the training to the needs of your students. That's really outstanding. And then, Melanie, do you want to tell us about the other course that's coming up? Yes, absolutely. And and just one other comment about ICA. In addition to online being the the thing the millennials and the next generation are, are enjoying and they seem to appreciate, 
create that type of learning. They also are looking for pocket training, micro training. And so the way that this program is designed is you don't have to take all the modules if you really don't need them. You can customize what you take because it's modularized. So just-in-time training at your own pace and micro learning. That's really amazing. Yeah. I was often told, told that all my learning was micro. <laughs> By your father? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure podcasts are micro learning, right? Yes. Pretty much, yeah. No, no don't, sh- don't tell them they're learning. They'll yeah, stop that's, listening. that's the big secret. Oh, this is right. Sorry yeah. about that. Podcasts are not micro learning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Education by osmosis here. Yeah. It's definitely not learning if it's me and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> the, pa- the podcast kings. That's right. Yeah. Frequently, Paul, we are asked about life expectancy. Frequently? Frequently. Constantly. Constantly. And we want you to know that, you know, not all things are created equal uh, when it comes to paint. And we are excited. You know, we our number one product, Carbothane 134HG. Yep. We've made an improvement. I know. You're sitting there thinking, how could you improve on something that was so good to begin with? Exactly. Well, Carboline would like to introduce the Carbothane 134 UV Ultra. Tell us about it, Paul. Carbothane 134 UV Ultra has superior Virtually unsurpassed color and gloss retention, especially when you compare it to other aliphatic acrylic polyurethanes. Its performance greatly exceeds the SSPC Paint 36 Level 3, which is the highest level of a polyurethane for color and gloss retention. It has done spectacular. We still have it running at 7,000 hours of accelerated weathering, and it's still going. It's going to keep going. Until we see some really bad results. So maybe someday, a couple years from now, we can update in another commercial for Carbothane 134 UV Ultra. So we also have a new program that we're about to release, and it's actually hot off the press, pun intended, corrosion under insulation. Now this is a very engaging topic. And why is that? Because nobody gets it. What do you mean? They sure don't. It is very confusing. There's a lot of confusion in the industry about this particular subject, which is why, to me, as soon as I saw that flyer, I was like, I want in. And, you know, it's only, it is instructor-led. It's it's not e-learning at the moment. But if the industry tells us later on, after we release this, which will happen, uh, we'll start releasing this in summer of 2019, this year. If there is an interest for e-learning for this exact same content, that's something we could consider in the future as well. So we, we talked that it's coatings under insulation. What kind of... Uh things do you talk about under that subject? Uh, That's a great question. So passive fire protection, one of the topics, okay? Speaking of hot topics, jacketing, Ah, obviously, insulation, (laughs) play on words. The the whole CUI cycle, actually, it's a solid four days. So there's very immersive, engaging activities, uh, but the topics range anywhere from protective coatings to insulation to inspection. I mean, it really runs the gamut. That sounds amazing. It really does. And I know I know there's several different TGs and TEGs going on right now in NACE discussing coatings under insulation and, and the standards that are going to be coming forward, I'm assuming, will be included in this as, as the program develops. Yeah, this, the course references SPO 198, which is our standard on corrosion under insulation. Yep. And we've been working with many members of the task group. Uh, Kat Coronado from IP actually led the task group. They basically wrote the course. Excellent. Well... So those are the new courses. I think we should take some time to talk about some of the long-running courses. You know, for us, we're on the coating side of the corrosion problem, and so CIP is near and dear to our hearts. Uh, 
guys want to give a little introduction to some of our listeners who might not know what that is, what CIP is? Sure. So NACES Codings Inspector Program is the most widely recognized codings inspector program. We have almost 40,000 people certified in the CIP level one through three uh, certification scheme. And the courses do very well. Um, We ran them last year in 45 different countries. So we have inspectors all over the world being educated um, in about eight different languages. It's one of those things where, you know, Paul and I are both CIP level three and congratulations thank you (laughs) and we it's not easy to achieve it was one of the most intimidating tests i've ever taken no doubt yeah no doubt and this is not meant to discourage people from taking it because if you know what you're doing it will be a breeze that's a true statement if you're deserving of the certification it won't be hard well, exactly. But you got to know your stuff when you go in. If yep. you don't, you're not going to pass. Right. And that's so you, when you hear people in the industry talk about NACE number, most of the time they're referring to their CIP certification because it is they numerical. Are. You kind of want to explain uh, that a little yeah, bit. Yeah. So everyone at NACE has a member number, but they also have a certification number. And the certification number you'll hear, I was number da da da. And so if they're below 5,000, they're probably one of the first card carrying people that actually got that certification. Um, and there's a lot of prestige that goes behind that. It's not an easy certification to achieve. You guys both have it. Congratulations. Thank you. And it shouldn't be, quite frankly. And, you know, there's asset owners out there that spec that require that you can't work on their jobs unless you have those certifications. So why is it important to the industries that we serve? Because in some cases, that cachet of having that certification actually puts you at an advantage that you may get a contract that the next guy next to you may not because he doesn't possess the, the certification. So there's, there's the credentials based upon specifications. And another big program that you guys have is the CP program. Now we don't on the coding side of it deal with it as much, but I do kind of have a little funny story about myself with that one <laughs> is when I was taking CIP2, my instructor was also a coworker. Mm-hmm. We may not have been the best friends. <laughs> the the important question is, Jack, did he pass you? <laughs> I, I, I did pass. <laughs> okay. Well then you were okay. But, but Uh, There was a question, and this is where we got in the whole CP versus CIP program debate because there was a question on one of the quizzes about, and I'm going to try to get this right, but basically if you go out and you're inspecting a tank and you see metal loss, how do you report that in your CIP report? And I said, well, you would put corrosion with metal loss. And I got it wrong. And I was like, and I went up to him afterwards and I go, you mean to tell me if I go do a paint inspection and I see that there's corrosion, and I can tell that there's metal loss, why wouldn't I put that in my report? And he goes, because you haven't taken CP and you don't know how to measure that. (laughs) (laughs) To which, because we were best friends, there were some few choice words said. (laughs) 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 But that is my level of knowledge with the CP course, so please, Pam or uh, Melanie, educate me. <laughs> we don't we don't have time for a whole education. That's about forty <laughs> hours worth of content. No, I, I don't actually, need I don't need the content. Just tell me about actually, the course. Actually, yeah. it's about one hundred and sixty hours worth of content. So there's actually you, so no, is Jack well, that slow of a learner? Four, is that yeah. why? It's uh, yeah, it's, it might take somebody like Paul, you know, twenty, but it, there you go. Hey, my number's lower than his. <laughs> so our CP courses range from someone starting in the field who's basically going out to operate a rectifier or place an anode, all the way to specialists that design the systems. Those are the senior level engineers um, in oil and gas companies and pipeline and, and energy companies who are basically designing the cathodic protection systems that protect industry and all of us from those risks. So the main thing that I want to... In wanna, a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. 
the main thing I want to get across from this episode of the Carbline Tech Service Podcast is if you are in this industry, whether you're on the corrosion side, the coating side, if you're not going to these people for training, you're making a major mistake. You're, you're you are changing yourself. You are doing it wrong. That, that's exactly right. And I say, preach it, brother. <laughs> I like to always say, you know, there's that old adage, right? What if I train them and they leave? What if you don't and they, and they stay? stay. Yep. That's right. Exactly. In addition, one of the things that I think the public is not always aware of is that we not only offer public courses where, you know, each individual from different companies can come to a public offering, open enrollment, but we do corporate contracts. Uh, so, for example, we had a discussion earlier today when I dropped off these flyers about the possibility of bundling multiple na uh, NACE courses at Carboline might need. And why would you want to do that? Financial savings, lack of travel, coordinated training efforts and looking at your competencies of your workforce. So we have that and we also have individual in-house training one-by-one -one courses as well. A lot of folks don't know that. So if you're interested, please let us know. We're happy to help you out. And, uh, and I'll do another plug for you guys here is if you're in the, you know, Carboline, we're based in St. Louis. So if you're in the St. Louis area, three times a year we host CIP1 and CIP2. So you register through uh, NACE and uh, you can come to Carboline and take uh, CIP1 or 2. In addition to that, Jack, I'd like to say a special thank you to Carboline. You guys have uh, supplied our paint for us that the students use in our Houston lab for many years. Um, and without Carboline support, we wouldn't. We, we'd send about five thousand students a year through that program in Houston. So, well, thank you. I'm not the right guy to say you're welcome, but you're welcome. And uh, they're going to kick us out here. You'd be great in business development, by the way. <laughs> he sure would. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to take your employee yeah. away. Yeah. Okay. Doug, Doug better not be around. It's you better. Paul, because I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> Pam and, and Melanie, thank you very much for stopping by. Like I said earlier, if you, if you aren't contacting these ladies and contacting NACE and going through their programs, you are doing it wrong, and I will stand by that. So... Ladies, thank you for coming on the show. Thank, thank you so much for having us. We really enjoyed it. So. Thank you. Thank you. And so, for the Carboline Tech Service Podcast, I'm Paul. And I'm Jack. And we'd, we'd like, like to, to thank, thank you for your support. support.